Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Long time again. <laughs> it's been three minutes. Not <laughs> even. Um, yes, we're here to talk about Sister Wives. The last Sister Wives episode. Mm-hmm. We're, done. we're done with Sister Wives. So sad. What are we going to fill it with? Well, we have the bonus episode next oh, week. And we then there's a, there's, there's a bonus episode today that's airing and one next week. Oh, there's a bonus episode today? Right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Apparently. Excellent. So maybe maybe we could extend our coverage a little and bit. And then the wedding, the wedding, they're going to show the the wedding um mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, I guess we'll still be covering this for a little bit. Yeah. We don't have to worry so, about extending it. <laughs> yeah, it's season 18. Oh my god. I know. Episode 18. 18. <laughs> Tell all part 4. Part 4. Um I mean, I can briefly go over previously. Basically yeah, Cody tell, you know, yeah, no, right. yeah, we already know. It's over this. It's the same shit over and over again. Same shit over and over. Yes. So Mary says that she hopes in finding her soulmate and um, that she has met David a couple of times, which I was surprised about Christine's fiance. Now husband. Oh, Mary saying this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm that like, Mary met him several times and um, that she likes them and she likes them together. Like, and Mary seemed authentic when she was saying this. She's like, oh, yeah, I agree. you know, and I think it's really good. I think Mary needs to see. Not that she, I mean, she has her, her couple thruple friend, right? Her friend, Jen, and her, her husband. <laughs> and her husband. But seeing somebody that was in the family with her and married to Cody, like her, seeing her leave and then find actual true love, like, I think Mary needs to see that, so. She's seeing it. She's staring right in the face of Cody and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> no I kidding. Think she needs to see her like one yeah. someone like herself can get out. <laughs> Cody and Robin have like this trauma bond because I I mean I don't really think it's healthy, but they're definitely in love. I don't. They, I they got they they. I don't know. They're like they had. They seem to have like a relationship that's like um, um Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like the, the couples you see on like killer couples, snapped killer couples. Yes. Like that. Like that's the, yeah, they have this weird this connection, undeniable, clear connection, but they also use their powers for evil. No, no you're right. So, so we just we just talked about Thousand Pound Sisters and in, in the production asking Amy about like, would you support your sister if like she killed somebody or whatever? Or like right. or actually Amy brought that up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but my point is I feel feel like if Cody or Robin murdered somebody, the other partner would definitely support them 100% and do everything to get them out of jail. Oh, my God. Like, even if they knew they're wrong, it would still be, yeah, like, they're just sick. Sick and twisted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways. They're just, they're, they're, they're so in love in this twisted, dysfunctional way that, like, they're both fucked up delusions. Delulu. Well, he even says he's delusional. He did. Episode, he mentioned that. And I was no, like, actually, he didn't say it. He asked if he was, or he said, maybe I'm delusional. Maybe I'm delusional. And I think maybe. I texted you, Delulu. Yes. <laughs> He's Delulu. He is delusional. Yeah. 
Well, Janelle says David is great. They've hung out and he's like a breath of fresh air. And we learned that Christine told Janelle, quote, I did not know what it was like to be loved like this. Mm-hmm. So sweet. Dean, like, yeah, when Janelle was like, I can share this. Sorry, Christine. But she was like sharing this good thing. I love that Janelle is so like closed off in that regard. She's like right. not about talking about these kinds of things, even when it's good stuff. Right. And she's like, yeah. sorry, Christine. But yeah, and saying that and it's like, oh, you know. I just, uh, it's so sweet. And I don't know why, but Cody said he met David for 15 minutes, but really Robin only talked to David and she thought he was sweet and he doesn't know anything about him. I'm like, yeah, right. You know, Cody's doing like being an internet sleuth. He's probably like stalking David. 100%. Awful. Mm. Like in this whole, so this whole episode is basically like Cody word salading reasons why Christine and David are terrible, but also at the same time, like, hopes they live happily ever after. But in, he says it in his weird Cody salad way that is like, you know, oh, they're, they're, they're yeah, they're great. I hope she picked great. She hopes, she hopes she picked great. But, yeah, know, she needs yeah. to stop talking shit about Robin. I'll only believe these she's in love when she talk, sh- stops talking shit about Robin. I'm like, oh, that's going to be interesting. Okay. I'm like, that's what the, the fuck is happening? He was doing, and, and as we get to this, like, he was stretching things so much. I'm like, what? So. I, I Yeah, yeah. He's absolutely psychotic. Yeah. Yep. He turned, the, the, the way, like, Suki or whatever was asking, Christine's talking about, I'll just let you go. And yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. <laughs> no, <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's this whole conversation and i'm gonna summarize it very quickly that cody really hates christine because she stabs him in the back while playing nice when in reality he that's just his twisted yeah, mind of what's going christine's like whatever i don't care um and <laughs> he says it was an uncomfortable life with her in vegas talking about christine and mm-hmm. got worse in flagstaff so we suffered all these years together. So you're just going to quit to her? And I'm like, then he goes, she's riding off into the sunset in a happier life. And I guess I have to figure out how my life looks. Yeah, you do. Guess what, what the fuck does that even mean? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, so you're a con- you both know it's not working out. She is in a happier life. So how does that mean? What do you mean how your life looks? Yeah. I don't like, understand. I, yeah. Anyways. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and Christine I think he makes even less sense in this episode than he does the other episodes. I agree. Christine said she could finally be she couldn't be herself around Cody, but she could finally be herself around David. Cody only liked the happy, bubbly person, but not the real, you know, we all go through emotions yeah. and feelings. And mm-hmm. so she would have to fake being this person 24-7 around Cody to make him happy. And Suki asked Cody. Do you blame her for destroying the big picture? And then Cody responds with, no, because that's all my fault. And I'm like, oh, here we go. He's going to take accountability. You think think he's going to take ownership? You know how I do, because that's all my fault for marrying a woman I didn't love. (laughs) And that's the truth. And she knows that it never really worked. She never fit. She was never a fit. Oh, okay. 20 years of this and you're begging her to stay and all this stuff. And he just seems to think that like it's okay for him to just be and do however he wants and that everybody else should just fall in line and accept it. Right. 
Robin has done that. So why can't everybody else? He doesn't understand that this way of behaving to other people is not acceptable to other people. And therefore they don't want to be in your life because you're an asshole. And well, no Robin, falls in line. Robin falls in line. Why can't everybody else just fall in line? He doesn't seem to understand the way he treats these people. They don't want to be with him and he can't right. make that connection that this is all happening because of the way he treats people. He doesn't mm-hmm. see that. He always said, make it about everybody else, you know, and it's Christine's not really in love. Well, with David, because she's still bad mouthing Robin, which she's not yeah. actually bad mouthing Robin. You know, she's asked questions about her opinions about certain things Robin has said and done. And that's not necessarily like, hey, I'm just going to call you and bad mouth you. Like, no, that's not what's happening here. Well, also, I don't know if Robin's necessarily like falling in line with Cody. I think, okay, let me use an example. I had a boss once, right? And he never wanted to hear my opinions, right? My opinions of something, how it would be better would never be okay. So I learned very quickly that if I made it to seem like it was his idea, mm-hmm. he would fall in love with it. Right. That's how Robin manipulation. Does. Right. So I think Robin isn't falling in line. I think she's falling into place. She yes. is actually able to word salad Cody in a way or whatever. Yeah, yes. To, to, make, to, to stroke his ego. About. Yes. She, she was able to manipulate him in such a way that makes it like seem like she's falling in line, but she's actually the master manipulator. Mm-hmm. Of the we talked about Robin that. runs. Yep. 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 hundred percent. hundred percent. Well, Christine says that she doesn't think Robin has any desire to live plural marriage. So when Suki asks Cody, Hey, does Robin, do you think that she, you know, has a you desire okay being, a, being in a monogamous relationship with you? <laughs> right. Cause Christine doesn't think that Robin does. He's like, well, she doesn't know Robin at all. I'm like, okay. All right. Yep. Whatever you say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when Cody says he'll believe Christine is in love when she stops saying bad things about Robin. And I typed out, ha, 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 ha. Right. Like, what and an again, idiot. She was answering questions about certain things. She's not like taking the initiative to just like, hey, I'm going to go on Instagram live today and badmouth Robin just for shits and giggles. Like, that's not what she's doing. You know, she has no, she can't be bothered with that. Right. Like yeah. she said about, like, I think Cody thinks I think about him a lot more than I actually do. And I think that's true, honestly, for everybody in the world. Yeah, when you fall in love with somebody, when you truly do, the people in your past, they don't come out like all the time. Like you're not thinking about them. You're so happy. Yeah. I'm not like happiness. my ex-husband, you know. (laughs) I talk to him on a regular basis. I see him on a fairly regular, well, not so much anymore because he moved to Hawaii, but (laughs) I talk to him on a regular basis. Like we're fine, you know. Right. I, I don't know, but I don't, yeah, I, I'm too busy living my life, mm-hmm. my happy life. You know, I, I say this frequently as part of my sort of like when I got sober and figured, you know, started getting, you know, help for all that and my emotions and all the things, right? You know, I've learned I'm and still learning to create a life that I don't need to escape from. And mm-hmm. One of you know, because I escaped by drinking or going, you know, looking at past relationships or whatever you're, you know, whatever people do, whatever your thing is that helps you avoid whatever it is you're supposed to be dealing with, right? You know, looking up old old relationships, you know, that kind of stuff. It's because you're not happy with your current life. You're just trying to escape from your current life by reaching into mm-hmm. the back or the way back machine and pulling out an X or something like that. Like 
Christine's not doing that with you, dude. <laughs> like she's way yeah. too happy living her life to give a shit about you. <laughs> yes. And he's and just consumed all the time with his hate for Christine. He's just like yeah. consuming. Christine said, how I feel about David is how Cody and Robin feel about each other. Oh, oh, well then, yeah. I would never want to leave. I would never want to go to somebody else's house. Uh, and so she's like, be happy with each other and let the rest of us go. Stop being mm -hmm. angry. And then we can all get along together. Yeah, just accept that it is what it is. And she's not, I don't think, I think Christine truly isn't even mad at Cody anymore. She's like, so I feel over like it. the way she talks about him feels like she has worked through a lot of her anger and other emotions from the fallout of all of it and she Definitely. obviously would have to work through a lot of that stuff as she went back into the dating scene right yeah and she clearly did because you can see you know how how over cody she is she clearly did some work you know and Definitely. So, yeah she's she's at that place where she's let all that go and I don't think she gives a shit. She's like, no, I mean, she probably, I don't know. Maybe she doesn't, does or doesn't forgive him or whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't think it matters to her. I don't think, no. I just don't think she cares. Like she's learned what she needs to learn. She learned about herself. She's gone through therapy. She's probably still in therapy. She's probably one of those people that's like, oh, let's do therapy as, you know, a fun couples activity, you know, <laughs> because, yeah. you know, just keep things strong every, every, you know, six months check in with the therapist, you know, just to keep things strong or whatever, you know, like, I feel like she'd be that person because she's so about working through those issues now and figuring mm -hmm. it out. She's like, I lived that way for so long that I'm not going to live in that space anymore. You yeah. know, that's miserable. And now I'm don't have to. <laughs> so she's doing her thing and i love it and cody uh -huh. has not cody is no. mired in his self-pity about understanding that oh my god like he's he's realizing well i don't think he realizes it but he's experiencing what happens when you treat people like shit for so long mm -hmm. suddenly when they wake up and realize that you're treating them like shit and they don't want to be around you they leave you yeah. And he that's the bottom line of it. He doesn't accept that. He has not gotten to a point where he realizes that. So that's why his word salad, I think, is just like he's always trying to justify and put out an answer that somehow won't make him look bad, whatever that is in his eyes. Mm -hmm. You know, and this is why, like, oh, well, he, you know, he Christine has to say bad things about me in order to show David that I she's a good person because otherwise she would have left a good man and so she has to say like whatever word salad nonsense that was it's his weird way of trying to justify that it wasn't him who treated people like shit you mm -hmm. know it's christine has not my to fault do, christine has to do these mental gymnastics in order to be okay with moving on to somebody else because i'm an excellent guy you yeah. know listen i'm a great guy i didn't do anything wrong i just didn't love her so i'm not a i'm not a bad person for having six kids with somebody and how many and, you know. 30 years and yeah no yeah, shut up just shut up cody yeah well janelle doesn't think that cody will marry another wife in the future mm -hmm. because he cody told her something like as we move into monogamy so she's like nah he ain't you know mm -hmm. and she bet a thousand dollars it won't happen so yeah. we'll, hold, we'll hold that, yeah. right to that i totally agree with her she i, oh, I, I agree didn't... You know, because it was like, and and even Cody said it. He's like, when he met Robin, he basically told everybody else, "Oh, you can leave if you want." Like I found, yeah. like I went, I found you, but, but like, well, he, go, he, <laughs> he goes found on saying, somebody. What? No, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was you. Like, like he finds somebody, Mary, 
met them. Oh, this is what I'll marry you. I'll keep you. And then, okay, this is not the love of my life. Let me marry somebody else. We marry Chanel. Oh, you're not the love of my life. So he marries Christine. Christine turns out to not to be the love of his life. So he ends up marrying Robin. Oh, this is the love of my life. Keeps Mm -hmm. her. Now he's getting rid of his other wives as if they were just playthings that he collected along the way. Need them. Yeah. Um, Which isn't how as mary points out isn't how monogamy or polygamy is supposed to work like you're not supposed to let the rest of your family go because of that happened that's that's how monogamy works and that's why we have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever relationship we have with whatever other person and then we break up with them that's how monogamy works right and then you move on to somebody else and then to oh and then you fall in love and you get married and you live happily ever after that or you don't and then you get divorced and you you know whatever but but he collected the wives and he just kept them and he never let any of them go until they all decided that it's time for me to go. And mm-hmm. that's so unfair. That was so unfair of him. Yeah. yeah. He when said he was clearly only interested in monogamy with Robin. Once yeah. Robin the family he didn't care about anybody else. He said he would not marry again because he would have to tell that woman, I will never love you as much as I love her because I know better. That alone statement sums up the entire series of the that's show. It. Like, that's seasons it. right there. Yes, that's the quote of the entire series. Like, <laughs> I will never love anyone as much as I love her. That's that. He said it in a roundabout way. spent 18 seasons of him being an asshole to the rest of the wives and them waking up and realizing that they don't want this anymore. Yeah, when Suki asked Robin if she could find happiness with just Cody at this time, Robin says she doesn't know how this works exactly. She says it feels weird and disrespectful to be happy with Cody because, and then Suki was like, no, I've talked to all the women. They all say that they want you guys to be happy, that they know you guys are soulmates and yada, yada. She's like, well, they haven't shared that with me off camera. I'm like, she's fake crying again. This thing- with robin and i mean mary has done it and stuff with they owe me a conversation about this off camera or whatever they don't owe you shit nobody exactly nobody owes you shit you're not entitled to dick okay you are not responsible for somebody else's feelings okay nobody else is responsible for your feelings if that's how they are this is the situation robin they don't owe you dick Okay, you recognize the situation. Nobody owes you a fucking dick. So stop. (laughs) I'm so tired of they owe me a conversation. No, they don't. (laughs) Um, Speaking of Sob and Robin, I'm going to say what uh, the AI bot said. Okay, so if you guys notice on your Instagram, you can start an AI chat. So I've been playing around just asking random things. Like I asked about myself to see what happens. And like my acupuncture profile came up, my NPI number for insurance remember and it doesn't matter it was weird that came up i was like she is a licensed right anyways Ooh, i need to see so, what it says about me yeah so it'll be like yeah, yeah exactly so i typed in the question who is sob and robin on the tlc show sister wives and then ai responded with robin brown also known as quote sob and robin is a cast member on the tlc show sister wives she is the fourth wife of Cody Brown and has been featured on the show since 2010. Some viewers of the show have criticized Robin for playing the quote victim card and receiving preferential treatment from Cody. I'm like, fucking AI created that. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> spot on AI. Spot on AI bot. Yeah. Anywho, I thought yeah. it was funny. All right. So Suki asks, is there anything David does better than Cody to Christine? And <laughs> I want to Christine, be like everything. <laughs> right. 
I want to see what kind of what what shit uh, Christine actually said there that was actually cut out, edited. Because I would imagine her, given her reactions to a lot of stuff lately, where she starts laughing like, "Ah, I'm not married to him anymore. Ha ha, it's so great." You know. Yeah. I imagine there would have been a great Christine reaction right there, going, "Everything." Do you know there was some sex stuff she wanted to say? Probably like, "Yeah, you know, whatever." But But then they 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 chose to focus on the one thing about him listening to her which yeah of all things to focus on i mean yeah that's that that shows that he loves her exactly he cares about her and and how that's different than cody it's like oh like what's different between him and cody well (laughs) david actually loves me right it starts and ends there (laughs) boom so therefore the way he treats her is all completely different because he treats her with love not just this person Well, we finally get to meet David. So he comes out and sits down with Christine. And we learn a little bit about his history, his relationships. He said that he was married for over 20 years and he has eight kids and 10 grandkids. Which will fit perfectly in this family. Christine just loves because they just want, she just wants tons and tons of grandbabies. Yeah. We learned that his wife passed away 11 years ago. Which was really that's sad. Yeah, um, he seems like such a sweet widower, like rather than a divorcee. I don't know mm-hmm. why, but like when he said he was a widower, I was like, oh, that tracks. I don't know why, but I feel like that tracks with him, like versus a divorcee. I don't All know. All I know is if anything better or worse about any, you know what I mean? Right, like, right, right, right. It was just a gut, like, oh, okay, that that tracks with him. I don't know. I thought it was interesting too that he wasn't sure about swiping on her because he knew who she was. He thought maybe she yeah. was a catfish based on what his daughter said. Um, so yeah. you know, this, this motorcycle, uh, maybe tattooed guy, whatever, watching sister wives, or he's like, I, I saw an episode here, there. And it's like any guy of that I've dated, uh, like my last relation, whatever, uh, I'd make him watch these shows. And mm-hmm. you know, at first people act like they're not interested. And the yes. next thing I'm like, well, what's next? Like, what oh happened? my God. So I texted oh. you this the other uh-huh. day. I'm not sure if you saw it because of it was like sandwiched in with like 8,000 other things. And I don't know when we read it because of the way our our adhd conversations are just so random he's it was on a saturday i definitely didn't read it like middle of the night i'll think of something i'll just text you and you'll get it like a day later and be like oh yeah and i'll be like what the fuck are you talking about and then i have to go back at our conversation and read what what, where where did i what was i even talking about when i sent you that anyway um what did you text me Oh, did your mic? Oh, oh so they've been playing this below deck marathon on bravo right so i've had it Uh on in the background and um had a life mate's been off this week also i'm off work he's off work we're you know doing all the christmas stuff and um so he's been around and he came in and he was like eating lunch and he sat down and watched the show with me he made me pause it and rewind it because there, he had he was in the kitchen when i was watching it and he it was i guess he wanted to see the scene it was it was the season where ashton was like the acting bosun because they'd fired the other guy and um he got swept off the deck the swimming oh, deck. oh that was crazy yes yeah. where his so leg got was, caught it was yeah it was that episode and the scene that was after commercial was was captain lee with the crew sitting him down with the video and explaining everything right and yeah. what should have happened what did happen what should have happened how you know sort of the after action report on it he made me stop and rewind it so he could see it because he wanted to sit and watch it. And he said that this was like the only show of all the shows that I watched that he, 
either also watches or I make him watch, depending mm -hmm. on who you ask on any given day. Either I make him watch it or he's, you know, happens to watch it. Right. Um, he said Below Deck was his favorite of all of the shows. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. Well, I can tell you what, I don't remember what season it was. I don't remember who the captain was, but I learned from that episode to never step over a rope or never step on the over water side of the rope. Boat. Yes. I'm not going anywhere near ropes. My foot will never be over any kind of device. I'm staying a couple <laughs> feet away. You don't stand on the water side of a, of a rope of a line. I was like, and I used to be a sailor and I don't think I know that, you know? You learn something new every well, day. we didn't have, I did the sailboats I worked, I sailed, I, we didn't have decks. Like they weren't big boats. Like they were 20 footers, they needle, needle boats. Right. Yeah. I sailed 20 foot FJs in college. So nice. So if any of you guys know what that is, that's what I sailed when I, I raced when I was in college. It's a two person boat. That sounds very, very, um, I don't like workout like it is is very it was well full body depends, workout yeah it depends on what um kind of wind you're in like i remember mm -hmm. this one regatta was up um i think it was berkeley or san francisco because i went to college in san diego so it was like i think we'd gone to san francisco or something and the wind up there which is where i'm from the wind up there in those bays is really crazy and it kind of so you really heavy air is what we would call it and um I, at, at the time, especially I was a little person. So we, me and my skipper, I was the crew. He was the skipper. We were what we would call a light air crew, meaning that we're both small. So we don't have a ton of weight to us. So we can't flatten the boat. If the hair, if the air is so heavy, it's blowing the sailboat over. You use your body to counteract. Oh, right? I see. So, so it's called healing. The boat is healing mm -hmm. and you or, and you are called hiking. What you're doing is called hiking. They've like, these things called hiking straps. There's straps at the bottom of the boat that you hook your feet under and you could throw yourself over the side of the boat. Right. I'm like demonstrating. I'm acting it out like you can see it. I'm like <laughs> nodding like you can see my response. And, and you're nodding. You're, so you, you, you do this thing called hiking. You throw yourself over the side of the boat and, and you're trying to flatten the boat out using your weight to counterbalance. And so you could get your sailboat as flat on top of the water as possible so you can go as fast as possible because the more turned you are you're gonna have more drag you're not gonna go as fast so you want to be as flat as possible and so doing that a lot like we were in this really heavy air it was blowing a lot and so we had like sweats and sweatshirts we had multiple layers on we got ourselves soaking wet so we could be as heavy as possible <laughs> and you know you're throwing yourself over the side of the boat when i came back from that weekend i looked like so beat up because i oh had my God, bruises, bruises all over my legs particularly the backs of my legs because because <sighs> there's like cleats and other hardware on the side of the boat and so your body keep throwing your body over the edge you know, your thighs, your legs are going to get bruised because they're hitting all this hardware, you know, Ouchies. a flat surface. So like, yeah, totally just disgusting bruises and stuff. But in any case, <laughs> below deck. <laughs> so we didn't have to worry about lines and being like pulled out to sea yeah. on the back of a deck. So it wasn't as <laughs> Wanted to see life. Had our life, I want to say, yeah. Hey, Fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. 
My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me and it's not going to fit right and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is, it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu. Uh, so then we see Suki showing them a clip about Christine talking about dating. And Christine says she likes bald tattoos and guys that drive motorcycles. And um, she wants basically anything that is Cody's opposite. And she's like, I was married to someone who wasn't physically attracted to me. And I'm like, and then we see McKelty and her having this conversation um, about just the fact that, you know, Cody wasn't attracted to her. And McKelty's like, you're gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And Christine's like, what if I suck at kissing and everything like that? McKelty's like, I know why you're scared, but that's a his problem, not a your problem. Right. And it's so true. Like, she mm -hmm. was not saying anything negative about Cody. She's nope. like, that's his problem. That's not your problem. Because then later on, you know, Cody uses that against right. her. Right. Um, and then we find out that. Hmm? Oh, go ahead. Um, we find out that Cody and David have matching tattoos. It cuts back to the tattoos. Not and Cody and David. Christine and David. Christine and David. <laughs> Cody, and David. <laughs> Cody and David are now BFFs having a <laughs> matching tattoos. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. On their chest, on their hearts. They did a lot of like cutting back and forth. So I was like, whatever. Um. Ugh. Yeah, one of the things that I thought was was interesting about this particular scene, right? So they show Christine talking about one of the main reasons why she left, right? Is is that she didn't want her kids to see her in a relationship where she was in a relationship with somebody who was not attracted to her. It was a very big deal. Her she knew her kids knew, and it wasn't okay with her. Um, which is kind of sad in the sense that like it was okay when she knew, but once her kids knew. It, yeah. that is what took it over the line for her right and so she's like no and so she says that and that's why she left and she you know she's trying all the ice cream or whatever she's doing with the ice cream and cody somehow turns that into well look but she's turning the kids against me and i'm like okay it took me on the second watch to understand at least where he's trying to get that because he's trying i think he's trying to say that by her saying that Cody wasn't attracted to her and that's why she left. It is a knock on Cody, which I mean, it kind of is, but, but in that sense, she's saying, no, I made the decision to leave because he's not attracted to me. She's not necessarily blaming him for not being attracted to her. Right. She's right. not saying kids, you need to not like him because he wasn't attracted to me. She doesn't say any of that. She just says, I wasn't, you know, I learned he wasn't attracted to me. My kids knew it. I had to leave. Mm -hmm. Bottom line. And he twists that into, well, look, he's she's telling the kids to side with her against me. Right. And it's like only in his twisted little mind could he make that about him. 
Yeah. Right? Because it wasn't about him. It wasn't about him at all. When he mentioned that he didn't like the fact that Christine was talking to the kids about their relationship, like about that aspect of it, I I could kind of understand like why, you know, parents shouldn't talk to their kids about like the dynamics that go on. Right. But it's not coming from a place. Cody wants to think it's coming from this place of like, see what he's doing to me, see why you should hate him. Like you said, you mentioned, and it's not, and that's not what she's doing. No, it's being open and honest as to what's going on. And the only reason about dating other people to make the only reason that he didn't like it is because it makes him look bad. Period. That's it. It makes him look bad. And only like, because he decided that, that it makes yeah. him look bad. None of the rest of us were like, whatever. We already knew this. It's, you know, she's explaining what was the final straw that made her leave. That right. was it, right? It was knowing her kids knew that he wasn't attracted to her. And throughout this conversation is when Cody has the quote, uh, maybe I'm just delusional after watching that clip because she's pitting the kids against him. Yeah, I you're not. Like, she wasn't pitting the kids against you. You are delusional. <laughs> Nobody. It's not about you, Cody. I mean, it. It wasn't it always will be about Cody. It wasn't in that moment. Like you said, it wasn't Christine like, hey, McKelty, like you should not like your father because he didn't think I was attractive. And that's how he took it. Like, that's how he's like in his mind. That's what the conversation was. And that's not what the conversation was. We saw it. She was just saying, I'm looking to be with somebody who I'm attracted, who's attracted to me. And oh, my God, I don't know how to do that in dating because, oh, my God, it's scary. Yeah, rejection. And she's probably scared of rejection, like Cody did her their entire 25-year marriage yes. or whatever. Well, yeah. C- Cody and one of his wonderful quotes goes on to say, Now, if she's really in love, which I hope is the real story that should all end, her trash talking to me, to my children, and this show, because if she's in love, she should be over it. Like, what? And well, we okay. kinda- you fought, let's follow that, Cody. Then you are in love with Robin. And therefore, you should stop trash talking everybody else. All your wives, stop trash talking. Right. Well, in his mind, trash talking Janelle. Like, stop. In his mind, he's not trash talking them. No, that's where he's delusional. He really believes what he's saying. He does. And the fact that he can say what he wants, but nobody else can say what they want. Yeah. Because his word is right. These cons. These are the consequences of your own actions, and he refuses to see that. Well, the best part of it was after he said that just fucking crazy quote. Suki responds with. Uh, I think she is. That was all she said. Like, I think she's she needs to get over it. Yeah, she is. She's over. I think it. she she's is. Really but she said it like so calm and just like matter of fact. I, which, I think she which is. was interesting because it was the only time that I felt like Suki pushed back against Cody at all. Um, I felt like he was. She was really coddling him and Robin. Definitely, and like, because they were. They would walk off the show if she was said anything to piss them she, off. Yeah, and I think that they I, would I, not. I, it, and people like Suki's so terrible as a host. I don't blame her. I blame the producers, right? Because she's saying what they're telling her to say and act and do. And so I think, yeah, the producers leaned in a little bit heavy on the support of Co- of Robin and 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 Cody because like Suki was like laughing and joking with them about some of this stuff that I was like, that shows that like that kind of joking and laughing with them about it kind of like gives the impression you're on their side. And I don't think that that's appropriate in this situation. <laughs> I thought but, she was just sucking up to them to get them to answer yeah. questions, which I totally got. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Do, you got and do, that's, I guess. that's probably what it was. Um, we just knew that they had to make him feel like he was yeah, stroke his ego, stroke his ego. Exactly. Make him feel right. Oh, ha, ha, Cody, you're so funny with your peck jokes and your small oh, dick. Oh, yeah. 
Anyways. Yeah, agree. Um, what, it was really sad that Christine was saying that Cody didn't like kissing her and that she's tried to like pull him aside in the past and just have a makeout session. Mm-hmm. And he never wanted to kiss her. I know. And she's like, and I just knew. You just know. Yes, you know. You so know. sad. Can you imagine being married for that long to a husband that didn't even want, like you go to kiss him and he pulls away? Like, no. Oh. Oh. So, well, David says Christine's a good kisser and that yeah. there's no issues anywhere else. So that he's very How happy. happy. How happy are, is Christine with David? Like the way she talks about him and the way she is with him. She's so clearly in love. And mm-hmm. I love it. I think it's great. Because she was never like that. She was never like this for 18 seasons. And now suddenly this is, oh, look at her. I love yeah, it. Yeah, and David's defending her. He says Christine's not a backstabber. Uh, sometimes she's a little clueless about things going on, but she's not mm-hmm. intentionally, you know, yeah. backstab- like Cody's making her out to be this like evil person. Yeah. And n- n- I think the rest of the world sees that she's not, that it's Cody, yeah. a selfish asshole who refuses. And that's, yeah. And then that's when Cody goes on to say that, like, for David's sake, Christine has to destroy my character or David doesn't feel like he can marry her because she left a good man. I'm not a bad guy. Christine and I were just not in a good marriage. But what, which we already talked about, but what really like irks me is that Cody said he vetted Robin hard that she didn't leave a good man. Right. Because <sighs> the, the allegation that Robin has put out there, she hasn't put a lot about it, but she, the allegation was that he was some kind of abusive. She's never, I, I've never seen anything that has elaborated on that. So we don't know if it was physical, emotional, if it was abuse at all, what her, you know, we don't know any of that. We just know that she has put out the narrative that somehow he was abusive. I don't know if he was or he wasn't. I have no objective evidence to base any of that on. I just yeah. know that's what she, the narrative that she has put out. So that's what I think Cody is, you know, talking about it there is he's this guy's not a great guy, which I think is really interesting because. Um, what's the name of the, the son, her oldest son, the autistic one, Dalton, Dalton, Dayton. who doesn't, who doesn't, what David, Dayton. Dayton, Dayton, whatever, whatever his real name is that he doesn't go by that. He goes by like, he hang, he, he's with his father, as far as I understand now, like he, he has developed a relationship with his father and gone back with his father and, um, goes by like little david or whatever i don't know something like he has the same name as his birth father and is somehow going you're looking it up right now aren't you like somehow is like he's got a close relationship with his father and i think on the show goes by dayton or dalton or whatever the hell his name is but on in real life on the show in real life goes by something else and um he's like with his father or even though he him going to college was the reason they moved to flagstaff so his original name was david and he went by dayton and then he went back to david i guess david being the, his father's name yeah so there we go there we have it y'all yep. <laughs> i think robin was calling him dayton because she didn't want to call him david because that's the ex right so she <laughs> probably yeah, because that's what something Robin would do. And he's like, uh-huh. my name's David. I'm going to go by David. Uh, we learn about how David proposed. <laughs> Christine's David. Christine's David. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he took her to his favorite place in the world. And I guess there's some nature, you know, mountains and stuff in the background, whatever. Yeah. And well, they live in Utah, so. Yeah. yeah. He said, you're my favorite person. This is my favorite place I want to spend my life with. And his friend Jason had gotten everything on camera. 
So that was really sweet. She was totally surprised by it. I love that. I love Mm -hmm. it. And she then talks about the difference between her wedding ceremony with Cody versus her future wedding that she's going to have with David. Mm -hmm. And in the past, it was like the um, sealed wedding or whatever, where, you you know, it's very small, intimate. You don't walk Um, down down the aisle. aisle. You just stand there and do the whatever ritual ceiling ritual thing so now she gets to do whatever she wants she can walk down the aisle she can invite who she wants there's no good there's no bridal party or whatever yeah in a wedding party kids are going to be there like whatever you know yeah and she says i love it it. she tells us who she's going to invite so she says she's inviting janelle she's not inviting cody or robin or their kids because i guess she reached out to the kids and they're not they don't have a relationship um when asked if she's going to invite mary she said "Mm, my gut reaction is no but leon uh, and Audrey, who is Leon's wife, are invited. Leon being um, Mary's, Mary's son. child. Yeah, Mary's. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cody's siblings um, and Cody's mom are invited, which I was actually surprised at. I didn't know how close she was to Cody's family. Yeah. So, I mean, I would have never thought that, which I think is great that Cody's mom is going to support her and siblings. They probably yeah. know what a douche she is. Yeah. I'm kidding. Seriously. I, which reminds me, I just had, it's funny, I just had a conversation with my former mother-in-law the other day on Facebook Messenger. She asked me for my address so she could mail a package to um, Baby Frauded, right? Uh-huh. Um, because, you know, um, dad lives in Hawaii and kid is going to be here. The kid is on a cruise with dad right now. So they, they're getting their Christmas time together, but um, he's going to come back here to DC. and so. And he'll be here for the rest of the holiday break. So she wanted to make sure she sent the package to me so that he could get it. Right. Which is what everybody's doing. My parents, like yeah. everybody's doing like, what should I send it to is, you know, should I send it to Virginia Tech? Should I say whatever? It makes and, sense. Uh, <laughs> she reached out to me the other day and I was like, oh yeah. She's like, oh, we're, you know, we're moving back to Wake Forest because they live in North Carolina. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I probably will catch up with her on Christmas itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I still have a decent relationship. Yeah, that's good. Well, they asked Mary if she will get an invitation to the wedding and she said probably not. And she's okay with it because it's a very special moment. And, you know, obviously her Mary and understanding, are Mary understanding why she wouldn't be invited to the wedding and her reaction to it, well, I think was great. Like, yeah, it was Mary has actually been doing some work and therapy and stuff because she was like, it's not about me you know yep. and it's not about whether i'm there or not like we don't have a great relationship it makes sense that i'm not there or she doesn't you know mm-hmm. well and then the season ended with us not knowing kind of where janelle and cody stood like we knew that she was probably out and she didn't want to reconcile but um suki asked her again like where do you do you foresee you and cody ever reconciling and janelle said that it would have to be a magic fairy tale where everyone transforms so that's a negative we pretty yeah. much know that everyone's done then we go on to some bullshit conversation about who your favorite celebrity crushes are. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, that was stupid. It was dumb. But the fact that Cody's crush was Sophia Loren, I was like, okay. Yeah. Whatever. You... And then he mentioned, I knew I was straight when I was six. I'm like, did you? <laughs> I'm sorry. To... Like, is that? Okay, whatever. That was a weird <laughs> statement to me. Uh, um. But I think we we left the end of the episode really, really in a great positive note because Christine said that for the past 13 years, she showed everyone, the world, her life, right? Good, the bad, and a lot of bad, right? There's been a lot yeah. of 
drama and the ups and downs. And finally, she's going to get to show the world how happy she is and like the positive mm-hmm. part in her life when she shows everyone the wedding. So, yeah. That yeah. Made, me, made my heart happy. Yeah. And I just love seeing how happy she was with him. Definitely. And talking about him. Yeah. I wish, I, I mean, I feel like there was a lot of questions that weren't asked and I'm not blaming Suki at all. I'm saying like there, we could have gone deeper, but at the same time, I feel like if they were to have probed any more, Cody and Chris or Cody and Robin would have just been done. They would have, they would have not wanted to answer and go there. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Okay. So, um, no, we have uh, lots to cover. We have a bunch of shows planned around like Mother God and um, a couple other documentaries that are batshit that are out there. Um, and we're going to try to get all those together for you um, and stuff as well. But in the meantime, enjoy Fat Friday and um, enjoy Sister Wives coverage. And we will get with you next time. Bye. Thanks. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.